Jesus. Amen. Amen. How many of you guys come in tonight feeling tired? So how many of you guys come in tonight feeling great? Yeah. Awesome. Well, I want to say Marcia is not here. We miss her, and she's in West Virginia, and she's had an amazing time. And let me show you just one of the things. If you came in tonight feeling tired of not having a great, the best day, let me just show you this picture right now. Look at this. Look at you got to see this. Come on, KJ. This is where Moo Moo is right now. And this was last night. We were talking on the phone, and she's like, say goodbye, say bye, say bye bye to Poo Poo, say bye bye to Poo Poo. That's me, I'm Poo Poo. Um, and she calls over to the phone, and if this was a live, I have it live on my phone, and if you want to see it live, just let me know later, but it's amazing. So, Marcia's been there for graduation and uh, had a wonderful time, of course, right? Of course. Oh man, but here we are tonight and we're having a wonderful time here at Church of God Sarasota ready to hear what God has for us tonight. Who's ready to hear what God has for us tonight? We've already been worshiping a thing, uh, uh, through the songs and we're going to have more later and oh man, what a great place to be. I woke up this morning in Pace, Florida. If you don't know where that is, that is in, that's right next to Pensacola. That's not around, that's around the bend. Um, that's around the bend. I didn't realize how big of an elbow Florida has, the state of Florida. It's a big, big turn up there. And uh, came back today, and this is where I want, this is the only place I really want to be. Right? So, glad to be here with you guys tonight. Do this. What did you come in tonight living from? We've been talking about this. From toward started out talking about Pastor Marshall talking about from toward basically Jesus um, living from toward a place of faith like that, and then she talked about living from and toward miracles. How many of you ever seen a miracle? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, she said, "There's not a miracle in the there's a miracle in the Bible for every situation you can possibly ever face." That's, that's awesome. You can live from toward that. And we talked about grace and love last week. What is it last week? A wonderful Mother's Day celebration. That was such a wonderful time. And I don't know, those potatoes. <laughs> Anybody put ice cream on the potato? Okay, good. I, the ice cream bar was really good too. Yeah, it was really great. It was really great. Tonight we're going to be talking about living from and towards something else. But our theme scripture has been Galatians 2.20. I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I live by faith in the Son of God. How many of you know that you can live from and toward by faith in the Son of God? That is, that is a foundational place to live from. Living by faith in the Son of God. Who is the Son of God? Jesus, Jesus Christ. He's our Lord and our Savior. We live by faith in the Son of God. How many of you would agree that that is a foundational, important place to live from in life? And that's where we're at tonight. Have you ever lost your balance? <laughs> no, no, no. No, this is this. That's not meant. That's not meant to be like you get dizzy and lose your balance, but. 
I'm sure that happens to you sometimes, but when you were a kid, did you ever do the spin around in the living room kind of thing? Anybody do that? Anybody do that until all of a sudden you couldn't do it anymore? In the room, what happened to the room? It just kept going. Why did we do that to ourselves? But we did. I, I did that, and then I used to ride the, the rides on at, at amusement parks that would go around. Can anybody still ride those? Anybody here over the age of 30 can still ride those? Amazing, you guys. I stopped when I was probably a child because all of a sudden I was on this ride at the, the, the fair. It was it was blue and it spun while something else Oh. Oh, I'm telling you what. That fair food. <laughs> if you ever lost your balance, I have. We've, you've probably lost your balance. I mean, maybe just getting a little dizzy. But have you ever lost your balance in life? No, I don't know. The foundation of life is so important. And a lot of times we find these things to do um, that are fun. Uh, these rollerblade kind of things. You guys that can do this really good. My wife's pretty good at this. Um, I don't understand how you can have a. You just. I, this is not a solid foundation. This. This is. This is fun. But have anybody? Have you ever tried this? It, does it work okay? Um, I mean, maybe with knee, knee pads and elbow pads and a head helmet and the armor of God all over you so that when you fall on the concrete, you don't fall and do like Charlie Brown and kill yourself and Lucy. Anybody ever exercise? Anybody like to use a balance board like this? Anybody ever tried this? This is a balance board kind of thing. You, you get on this and the idea is, you know, to strengthen your core, right? And you can, you have to do it. You have to, you have to, you have to kind of try to stay balanced. I don't know how long they want you to do this for. This is the longest I've ever done it. <laughs> this is the power of God. Right now, hallelujah. I don't know. But we have these apparatuses and we have these things that are fun to, to help us to keep our balance or to strengthen our core or maybe to keep our, get a better balance. Anybody here play football? Yeah, obviously you play football. How important is a solid, balanced foundation stance in football? It's like critical, isn't it? If you're, you know anything about football and you're a football coach, you know that one of the first things that you teach is, the, is certain stances for aligning, or for a linebacker, or for a defensive back, any, any position, having a foundation. Austin, would you ever try to play football like this? Your feet like this? I mean, how, how easy would it be for somebody to knock you over? But if you have a strong stance, and you've been taught that, and your foundation is good, you're going to have better leverage and you'll be able to do your position better, right? Having a solid foundation in just about any circumstance is important, isn't it? So tonight, 
We're talking about living from and toward a firm foundation. Having a firm foundation. Having our balance where it needs to be. Our stance, our core, our life. So what is a foundation? A foundation simply is this. It's the base on which something is built. When you think about a foundation, you probably think about a building. Probably. The foundation of a building or a home needing to be solid and firm and, and secure, the cornerstone. Of course, we're talking about things of life and faith tonight, and Christ alone is the cornerstone. And having a firm foundation built on Jesus Christ, the solid rock, we're going to be talking about all those kinds of things tonight. But when you think about the firm foundation and having your home or your, the building you're building or the structure being solid and firm, the foundation is so important. They would never, I shouldn't say never, but they would be very, very smart, any architect or engineer, to build a building with the most solid foundation ever. I mean, they dig down deep. In, in New York City, for those skyscrapers, they dig down deep. Here with the sand, they dig down deep until they find a solid foundation. It's important, you gotta have it. What else is a foundation? A foundation is what lies beneath the surface. So think about that. Most of the time, the foundation of a building or a home or a situation or a person, us, a heart, our life, it can't really be seen on the outside. But it's what's on the inside, what lies beneath the surface, that's where the foundation is. For a building or for you or for me. A firm foundation. So what happens if a foundation is weak? I asked a couple of people that are builders or work with buildings here in our church, what, what happens if a foundation of a building is weak? One day I was with Brian Bender in the building that he manages and he was taking me around and showing me the building. And uh, he was showing me some things down underneath under in the parking garage, and he, he was, they were working on some, some places where these steel rods were, were coming to an end, and you could see them. And he was telling me about when they build these buildings, when they build buildings, especially anywhere, but especially uh, down on the coast where, the, uh, where they have to be hurricane safe, they put these metal steel rods that are super long every which direction in the foundation of the building and they somehow twist, I don't even know how it works, but they somehow twist them and create torque and tension to a point where it helps the foundation to be strong. And those things have to be managed and looked at and if they end up somehow getting weak or rusted or something going wrong with them, then the whole foundation of the building can go bad. And eventually, if it just is left, then the building could actually, what? fall down. I asked one of the guys in our church as a builder, I said, how would you describe a weak foundation? If you built a building with a weak foundation, what would actually happen? This is what he said. Structurally, the foundation will not support the building. So from the get-go, if you have a building that's built on a weak foundation, the build, this foundation is just not even going to support the building. He said, floors and walls and ceilings will begin to crack. 
and then shift and crumble. And if not corrected, eventually the building could be in danger of collapse. So a building with a weak foundation, cracking, crumbling, eventually possibly collapsing. When I heard that, I immediately thought, this is exactly what can happen when a person is building their life on a foundation that is weak. Eventually, as life happens and life does happen and things all around happen, eventually you might start to have some cracks and eventually maybe crumbling and possibly collapse. Wow. Nobody wants to go there. Nobody wants to get to that kind of place in their life. They, they would much rather have a, a life that is, that is without any of that. All of us would agree with that. But the truth is, just like building your house or a building or anything else on a weak foundation, if you or I try to build our lives on anything that is weak, it is not going to last. Because we all know eventually something comes our way that isn't maybe the most comfortable or easy in life. The Bible says in this world you will have trouble. But then Jesus said, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So when the trouble comes, where does our foundation need to be? Christ alone, yeah. our cornerstone. So our firm foundation that we want to build tonight and live from and toward is a foundation that's built on solid rock, not weak rock or sand or anything else, but a firm foundation. So we say this, on Christ, the solid rock, I stand. I think of a song that goes like this. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All of the ground is sinking sand. Jesus is our firm foundation. There is really no other rock on which to stand. We can choose to live from and toward that firm foundation. So how? Well, Jesus makes it very clear. He said to listen to God's word and live it out and put it into practice. That's how you build your life on a solid rock. Listen to God's word and live it out and put it into practice. Live from God's word and towards God's word. Live it out, put it into practice. Jesus Christ himself said, if you want to build your life on something that's going to last, then you must listen to God's word, live it out, and put it into practice. That's what he said. That might sound like a really simple thing, but it takes faith, it takes courage, it takes, it takes strength, it takes determination, it takes deciding that I'm going to actually believe God's word to begin with. But Jesus said, this is how. You can live your life from and toward a firm foundation. Let's look together in Luke chapter 6. Jesus said this, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show them what they are like. Look, Jesus says, why aren't you listening to me? Everyone that does 
listen to me, and puts my words into practice, I will show you what they're like. And here's what they're like. He said, they are like a man building a house on rock. Do you hear that? Jesus Christ, our cornerstone, our firm foundation, says, if you listen to me and do what I say and put it into practice, you are like a person building your life on rock, a solid foundation. When the flood came, when life happens, when the torrent comes and strikes the house, strikes our life, it can't shake it because it was built well. But the one who hears my words and doesn't put them into practice is like a man who built his house on the ground without a foundation. Jesus doesn't literally say, builds his life on a weak foundation. In Luke, he literally says, without one. You don't even have a foundation. The moment that the torrent struck the house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. Life built on a firm foundation versus life built on a weak foundation. We've got firm foundation built on Jesus Christ, able to make it through when the life happens, when life happens, when tough things happen, when, when life comes your way, versus cracking and crumbling and then collapsing. Which one do you want to live from and for? It's our choice. This is worth repeating. And so we're going to look at Matthew and the way that he said it. Matthew said that Jesus said this, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and doesn't put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Simple question. Do you and I want our lives, our homes, our families, our situations, our future, everything that we're doing and working towards to stay, to last, to work? Not selfishly, for God's glory. But then when life happens, when sickness comes, when whatever it may be, you fill in the blank. Some of you have experienced things in this last week. Have you ever been in a situation in life where you just got on your knees and you just cried out to God? When you knew you didn't really have anywhere else to turn. You really just had God. You called out to God. You called out for His help. You called out to Jesus. You're like, Lord, help me. Work in this situation. Change the circumstances. If you've been in that kind of situation, you know that when life really does hit and really does happen, that when you take everything else away, really the foundation that you actually have, the only one we really actually have, is to call out to God Almighty. And to... Realize that Jesus Christ is our firm foundation. So what are some examples of firm foundations? Here are some. Of course, the solid rock that we talked about. Jesus Christ is a firm foundation. 
God's word is a firm foundation. We can live from and toward God's word. Psalm 119, 11 and 105 says, I've hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. God's word is a firm foundation. Jesus literally said, you live according to what I say, what God says, my word. You can live out the life that you want to live. It's a firm foundation, living from and toward that firm foundation. Another firm foundation, the truth. Yes, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the truth. But in, 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 in real life terms, I would dare to say that when we live life according to the truth, the Word of God, yes, but being honest, being people of integrity, being people that tell the truth and live according to the truth, we can live a life in a more firm foundation when we're living that way versus having to cover up something. For not living according to the truth, our foundation deep down will not be that firm. We can try to make it look like it is, but it actually isn't that firm foundation we really want. Another firm foundation we talked about a few weeks ago is God's grace, living from and towards God's grace. How do you know God's grace is a firm foundation? God's faithfulness is a firm foundation. Aren't you glad for God's faithfulness? His faithfulness in our lives. We can live from and toward in that firm foundation. God's will, living according to God's will, living from and toward what God is leading us to do, living in faith and obedience and taking steps that way. That is a firm foundation in our life. The goodness of God. Aren't you glad for the goodness of God? The goodness of God is a firm foundation. God's love is a firm foundation. God, Marcia said uh, recently, God is good and He loves me. That's a place where we can live from and towards the firm foundation. God is good. And he loves me. That is a firm foundation. Knowing Jesus Christ, my Lord, is a firm foundation. Knowing Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, Philippians 3, 7 and 8, Paul is talking about his life. And he says, but whatever remains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. In Philippians 3, Paul is giving his resume, and he's got quite the resume. If you want to read it, go read it. He's had all kinds of experiences in life, and he's listing them out. And he's saying, you know, I've done this, and I've done that, and I've done this, and I've done that. But then he boils it all down, and he's like, but nothing compares to the surpassing greatness of knowing Jesus Christ my Lord. You know, my family, Marcia and Dallas and I and Larry and Chichi, we are preparing right now to move. That is fun. <laughs> if you've ever moved before, uh, we've done it a few times in this journey, but we're getting ready to move again. Our lease is up at the end of May, and so packing things up, putting them in storage units, and finding where God's going to lead us next to live here in Sarasota. It's exciting, honestly, because God is leading us, and we're taking steps of faith and obedience. That's exciting. It's hard work, but it's exciting at the same time. So because we're getting ready to move right now, um, I've taken the opportunity because I just, I, I, well, my wife encouraged me to take the opportunity, and I, I wanted to take the opportunity, honestly, to go through my keepsake totes. 
You ever have you guys have keepsake totes, things that you've kept throughout your life? Yeah, I do. I don't know if you do, I do. I have pictures and I have things from lots of things. So I have these two or three totes. And I started last week, I started going through them. And you know what? I have certificates from kindergarten through college. I've got awards. I've got trophies from basketball championships when I was in high school. I've got lots of pictures, which we keep those, except for the duplicates, because you used to send pictures off and get duplicates back. You don't need those anymore. <laughs> Take pictures of them and put it on your phone, it's actually better. But I've been going through all of these things, and I'm seeing all the experiences that I've had. And you know, I look back at those experiences, and if you that did something like this, you would do it too. I mean, I look back on all the experiences that I had as a, as a child and with my family and as a grade school guy and as a junior high guy in high school and college and young adult and ministry experiences and trips and places that we've been and souvenirs that I've got from these trips and experiences and opportunities that God has afforded me. And it's amazing and it's awesome and I love it. I love remembering those things. And I want to say I'm very thankful for all the opportunities that God has given me. And just like you're thankful for all the opportunities God has given you and the certificates that you might have and the trophies that you might have and the memories that you might have and the videos that you might have. And some of them are super precious because they're letters from my mom who's been gone since 1994. And these are, these are treasures. These are things that we keep and, and will not get rid of. Uh, because they are, they're treasures, and they're, they, they're, they mean a lot. Now, I did get rid of some things and threw some things away because I don't need that, I don't need that, I don't need that anymore. I don't need my fifth grade yearbook from school. <laughs> and open it up and read what John Spung said to me in the fifth grade. I don't, I don't need that anymore. I don't want that anymore, whatever, so, you know, I don't need that to be in storage and move it again. You know, I've moved it five times already. So I'm throwing things away and narrowing it down from this many toes to another toe. And I'm re-looking at it and then I'm, I'm thinking about it and I was reading what Paul just, Paul said about his life and his experience and his resume and as much as he could boast about those things. And I look at the things that I was thinking about, the experiences that I've had and the things that life has afforded me and how I'm so thankful for those things. But I have to be honest with you, there will not ever be a time in my life, then, now, or ever, that those things will actually be a foundational place for my life. I can't live on those. I can't, you know, I've had experiences and I've learned from them and I've built from those, of course. We do that, we live that life is life and we have those. And that's wonderful, but it's not gonna be foundational for me. In, in January or February, my brother and I went to my dad and mom's house, and my dad had passed away October 31st, and Brent and I were going through all the things of his in the attic and all kinds of things, and we literally threw away uh, basically a dumpster full of stuff. And I'm doing this, and I'm remembering things and whatnot, and I'm, and I'm realizing, you know what? These are great moments. These are great experiences. But you know what? They don't even matter anymore to him. He is, he's in heaven. He's, he is in heaven right now, and we're dealing with this stuff. As I'm going through my toes, I'm like, this matters to me, and I remember it and all that, but there's going to come a day where those things don't matter at all. Daniel and Dallas will probably just throw them in a dumpster like I did my dad's stuff. And they'll be like, look, oh, look, big daddy this, big daddy. Oh, whoa, wait, he was a funny-looking baby. I mean, it's like, 
But when you boil it all down, all the experiences, all the medals, all the things that we have in life that we're thankful for, when we boil it all down, truly, just like Paul said, we can throw it all away. Because when you boil down life, the only foundation that's ever going to matter forever is knowing Jesus Christ. That is it. You get on this and it's like, okay, life experiences and all the things that I have, I'm trying to keep them and, and balance those out and build on those, but it's just, it's, it's not going to work. Relationships even. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, all the things in life that really do matter, they do. They matter to us, but there is only one firm foundation that will not move. Amen. We can build our life on it, and that is Jesus Christ, the cornerstone. So we got to ask ourselves, are we following what Jesus said to do? Listen to me, listen to my word, and live it out. Put it into practice. Am I living from and toward that in my life? Is Jesus Christ my firm foundation? There's some psalms that I want to read that I think are extremely encouraging when you think about what the Lord and who the Lord is for us in our lives. Psalm 18, 1 and 2 says this, I love you, Lord, my strength. Is the Lord your strength tonight? Is God, the Lord Jesus Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit, your strength? Or do you find yourself gaining strength or trying to draw strength from some other source that may be really good and important in your life, but is the Lord your foundational place of strength? The Lord is my rock. Is God your rock? Your fortress and your deliverer? My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. My shield. The horn of my salvation. My stronghold. Is that who God is in your life tonight? If God is not your stronghold tonight, make God your stronghold tonight. Your firm foundation. If you have a place in your life or in your circumstances that is causing a weakness in your circumstance, in your life, in your path, in your journey. You know what? It doesn't have to stay weak. You do not have to stay in a weak spot. Jesus Christ is the one who can come in and change that from being a weak place to He is the strength. Is there a weakness somewhere that you know that God has been working on in your soul, in your life? You're like, you know what? I just don't want to give that up. I'm not ready to give up that trophy. I'm not ready to give up that certificate. I'm not ready to give up that place or that thing or that situation because it matters too much to me. It matters too much to me. I can't give that up. And you're just kind of pushing God off. Say, pushing God off. Stop pushing God off. Invite Jesus in and let God be your strength, your firm foundation, your stronghold, your everything. Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? Did you know that when we let God be our light, 
and our salvation, we don't have to be afraid of anything. Fear and life and things do try to press in, of course. But we can live from and toward a place where it's like, you know what, nope, the Lord is my light and my salvation. I don't have to be afraid of that because the Lord is my light and my salvation. I have to deal with that, yes, and God will help me, and I need other people around me to support me and journey with me and pray for me and be with me as I go through this because life is happening right now, absolutely. But you know what? I don't have to be at the core afraid, at the core and the inside, you know, the foundation are the things that lie beneath, the things that we can't see, but the things that are deep down in your heart, your soul, and your mind, they do not have to be weak. They can be strong. They can be Jesus. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Amen. In Psalm 16:8. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With Him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. We keep Jesus Christ the center. With Jesus, with the Lord at my right hand, I will not be shaken. When life comes and presses in and you feel it and you know it and it's hard, how many of you know life can be really hard? Please don't raise your hand. Right now, is life being hard? Is life hard right now? Is there something in your life that is just hard? We want you to know tonight that God cares about that. He cares about it. Why? Because he loves you. He loves you. He loves your life. He wants you to be free from that. And he wants to help you through it. He's the one that can part the water. He's the one that can calm the sea. He's the only one truly that can be that firm foundation. If you feel like your life right now is shaky, and you're just, you just can't, can't get it. It's just not happening. It's just, it's just not happening. It's just, I, and you feel like you're just going to fall lose your balance. Take that, throw it aside, and invite God to come in and say, God, I want to keep my eyes on you. I want to invite Jesus to be in my right hand so that I will not be shaken. Because right now, I'm shaken. God loves you so much. You can live from and toward that. Worship team's going to come. And we're going to give you opportunity to pray. And so as the worship team comes and leads us in songs, and as we sing about these things and we respond to these things, I want to invite you tonight. Maybe you want to light a candle, representing Jesus Christ, light of the world. You want him to be the lamp to your feet and the light to your path. But here's the question. Are you truly living from and toward a firm foundation right now in your life? If there's something going on beneath the surface that you know needs to be shored up, it's crumbling a little bit, maybe cracking, maybe it's just begun to crack, maybe that place in your heart, your soul, your mind, or your life is your circumstances are just starting to crack. You know that it's just starting to crack a little bit. Maybe it's beyond that and there's some crumbling. You, just, you already know. 
There's, there's places that are kind of falling off from. It's like very brittle. It's not strong, not strong and secure at all. Or maybe you're here tonight and you're like, you know what? I know if I were honest with myself and got really truthful that my life is in danger of collapse. I feel like I could collapse. We want you to know if you're anywhere of that, that you can come to God tonight and you can invite Jesus Christ into your circumstances and invite him to be your solid, firm foundation and to help you through it. That's why we're here. We are here because God sent his son, Jesus Christ, onto the earth and he died and he rose again three days later and he is alive right now, sitting at the right hand of the throne of God, interceding for us. And he is saying to God, do you see that person right there? Do you see that? That's, that's, my, that's your son, that's your son, that's your daughter, that's your daughter. And they are going through that. He is interceding. He loves you. He is with you. He, he is the cornerstone. And he is the risen Savior and Lord. And he is the only one that can come in with the power of the Holy Spirit, with God working in our life, and take a life that is crumbling and falling apart or collapsing or cracking and sure it up and say, you know what? The foundation is now firm. Is it going to be perfect from this moment forward? Maybe. Probably not. Will it be completely peaceful and easy from this moment forward every single day of your life until you go to heaven? Maybe. Probably not. But the truth is, it can be solid no matter what happens as we go through our life. There's many of you in here that have received that phone call that the doctor said, this is what's going on in your body. And that changed things. There are people in here who have received a phone call or a message from an individual and it changed the circumstance of your life. With a job or with something with your children. The list could go on and on and on. We all agree. Life absolutely happens to all of us. And we're all, we're not exempt from it. But we all have one thing in common. We all have one thing in common tonight, and that is Jesus Christ is the firm foundation. No matter what you have ever gone through, or are going through, or will ever go through, if Jesus Christ is your firm foundation, you can and you will make it through. With God, His help, the power of the Holy Spirit, and with other people who love you and are journeying with you and praying for you, as the church does. So where are you tonight? What's going on in your life tonight beneath the surface? I encourage you to get honest about it. You know what? If you're grooving right now and things are firm and solid, get honest about that too and give God praise and say, thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are my firm foundation. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are the cornerstone of my life because you truly are my everything. Everything else I can actually say is rubbish. I could throw it away for the sake of knowing Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this truth tonight. And God, we pray that as we listen to you and as we respond and as we pray, oh God, that, uh, that you would just work in each of our lives. Help us to live from a firm foundation and towards a firm foundation for your glory and for your will. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.